my name is Remington. Um, today I want to make a video uh, sharing my experiences uh, moving to Germany from the United States. I moved to Germany from the United States uh, in 2007. Uh, it's 2019, so I've been here for 12 years, going on 13 years, and I just was trying to think about what could I do, what could I do to help people that have, that are, might be in the same situation as, as me, or might end up uh, trying to make the move. Um, what could I share with you guys um, from my experiences that could be helpful for you um, when trying to plan, or um, when you're just at the beginning phases or maybe you're already here and you've been here for a year and you're having struggles like I did um, and you're not sure if you want to stay. Um, or maybe you're here, but you want to kind of make the next step. So the next step would be maybe there's just a lot of different variables and different routes that you can take in life in general. And um, the specific route that I took um, and the way that I, that I made it work for me um, I would just want to share it because maybe there's other people that want to do the same thing that I've done. And um, I would like to connect with you because I think that um, I can be of help to a lot of people. Uh, I, I looked the other day, I was on the, the local.de or .com, I'm not sure. I'll put it in a link below, but it's basically uh, one of the biggest um, or the biggest website for uh, people that have been, you know, they're moving to new countries, have been moving to Germany, and they, they share all of the, a lot of information. Um, they have a lot of good articles there uh, to help uh, expatriates, which I don't really like that term, you know. I'm still a patriot. I'm an American at heart. I still have my American passport, for example. Um, you know, just even that topic, like why do I have my American passport? Why am I still an American? Why didn't I give up my American citizenship, which some people do? Um, I just like to go through some of these um, points and some of these decisions that I've made that have, has led me, in my mind, to having a successful, uh, fulfilling life in Germany. Um, I'm originally from California, uh, from Sacramento area, and um, I can kind of share a little bit, you know, of my personal story, which is basically a love story. So it's easy to tell. Uh, I fell in love with my 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 high school acquaintance back in the day but we we she's from germany she's from the village that i'm actually living in now um she's originally from here uh so that's basically um that's why i'm making this video so I'm, i want to explain you guys um i want to share with you guys the uh the things that i went through um in in the hopes that the information that i deliver to you is is helpful for you so the one thing that I really wanted to make, a, 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 the very first point that I want to make is that when I came to Germany, I had a support system. Everyone's going to have a different support system. Everyone's situation is different. But in my situation, it was so that uh, my father-in-law um, could give me a job right away. So he was able to employ me, um, even though I didn't speak the language. So that alone right there was a huge advantage and a huge um, helper in me being able to sustain uh, staying in, in, in Germany for over the three-month period because in Germany it's just like any I think any travel visa you have three months and uh, within those three months if if you don't have uh, gainful and if you're not gainfully employed in some way shape or form then you need to go back you're, you have to go your visa runs out and either you stay here illegally which I never really 
even thought that was a night a plan. I'm sure people do do that, but for me, I guess I'm just uh, scared. I don't know. Um, I would never do that. So for me, it was like I, I need to have a job. The other option would be to get married, um, but I was just I had just met my girlfriend. I, like I had just gotten together with my girlfriend at the age of 26. Um, marriage was not on the table yet, uh, and I think you know getting married for that reason. People get married for a lot worse reasons, I can put you to tell you that. I mean, at least you have a reason to get married, in my opinion, um, in that sense. Getting married for no reason is a whole other topic on itself. I'm not going to go there. But um, And the other option, I think, uh, besides getting married, getting a job, is giving up your American citizenship. So um, that wasn't really an option for me, too, because uh, why should I give up my American citizenship? If I just get a job, I can keep my American citizenship and I have a work permit, um, but the work permit I- itself is actually a very big topic and complex topic that you have to be uh, careful about because I made a mistake, for example, when I, um, I was working for my father-in-law, but once I, got a, a, once I was started to get my German and I was able to get a job uh, at a, like an Amer- it's actually an American company, but you obviously speak German because it's here in Germany, and uh, I was able to, I switched jobs, but because of the, 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 it wasn't very clear. Like when you have a work permit, it was, I didn't realize that it was connected to the, to the specific job. I thought it was just in general that you're employed and like you say, here I'm employed. I switched jobs and I didn't, uh, didn't, um, register, register the fact that I changed jobs, that I went from one employer to the, another employer which this is like a formality, right? I mean, the whole idea is that I'm paying taxes and that I'm a, and I'm a citizen, that I'm paying into the system and that I'm not just sucking from the system, which I can totally go with on that. And logically, I sat there, I remember sitting there in the office, offices in Hamburg with my wife together, or now my now wife, um, but my girlfriend at the time, um, and they basically threw the book at me and said, no, you need to go back to the United States because you, the last six months, have been illegally staying here in Germany because I didn't switch my, I didn't officially like switch the jobs that I was working at. So I switched, I changed to a new job and, uh, and it was a great job and I, and I had it for a while after that, but only, um, only through a lot of stress that could have been avoided had I just known that you need to uh, like deregister your old job and register your new job within, within days, to almost to the day, just so that you don't have any risk of them uh, you know, throwing the book at you. Because once you get a red flag, then they're just gonna look at, look at everything. And that's what they did to me. They looked at my, my income and if it, they basically tried to tell you that I tell me that I didn't have, like I was being uh, uh, underpaid for my job that I was doing, so I was I was basically taking jobs away from Germans, um, and and that's what they want to avoid, which I get. I mean that's a that's a valid point, you know. The like, as an American in, in a foreign land in this, you know, and I, the job market is. Um, it's competitive as it is. So, and the the German government wants to, of course, take care of its German citizens first. And I understand that. So, what you do when you want to get a job in Germany, and you want to stay here because of that job, 
um, you need to prove to them that you're the, this, this is only for you. Like you, you need to be, you, it's almost like you have to prove to them that, that for you to get this job and no other German can do this job. And so then you can have the job and then you can have the permit. And so this is like a very intricate, uh, um, game that you, that you end up playing, um, in some way, shape or form. Most of the uh, employees, like the big, bigger companies, they're going to be able to to be on your side and be behind you. And I, I, I was lucky enough to have that also in Hamburg when I was working for a company named EMC. I think they're owned by Dell now. It's an IT company. Um, and I had some cool uh, bosses and stuff, and they, they really did help me out. But I have to tell you, it was tricky. It was so tricky that actually in the end, after being here for two or three years at the time, my, my now wife and I decided to just get married because it was getting to the point where um, they were going to just go through every single detail about, like, I had a company car and I had a company cell phone and I had to put that all as like income and it just turned into just a pain in the ass. So Franzi and I, I remember like it was so romantic. We were driving on the way back home after this meeting with this very uncomfortable woman at, uh, working for the German government in this, uh, you know, she's doing the permits, the job permits, and we're like, fuck it, let's just get married, you know? <laughs> so, so that made, it made everything a lot sim more simple, you know? And, and so if you just want to talk about getting married in the marriage route, um, the marriage route is um, pretty straightforward. You get married, um, but they can't, they want to prove that you're not just getting married just to stay here, right? So they want you to be together for three years, and after three years, um, if you have been uh, registered at the same address or the, the or let's say, let's say that the address that's the same as your partner. So if you guys move, whatever you move together, um, if you do that after three years, then you're good. Uh, they check you one time, three years, you just say, hey, we've been together three years. Here's the records of where we've been living. Maybe they want a bill or something like that or cell phone bill or whatever. And then after that, you're good. So that's where I'm at now. Um, we got married in 2009. And uh, so in 2012, that happened. And so since 2012, I have uh, in English, I don't know how you say it, but I'm basically I'm a permanent resident. I have a permanent residence permit in Germany. Um, and my wife can leave me <laughs> and everyone can take off out of my whole life. And I can still be here and I can still, um, you know, I'm still a resident. So that means that I'm able to do anything that a German can do besides, I think, vote. But because I'm a United States American citizen, uh, United States American, <laughs> I'm a United States citizen, um, I still reserve the right to vote in the United States. And I actually still vote locally uh, in California. Um, and I'm still a registered voter there. But here locally in Pazovac, in a very small village, actually, of like 11,000 people where the local um, politics is very intertwined, uh, I was talking to the mayor the other day, and she's like, no, I don't think you can vote, you know? And it was even when she was running to be mayor, I, I asked her if I can vote for her. And she looked it up and she said, no, I don't think you can. And I don't think I can even run for mayor or anything like that. Not like I would, but um, you just, you're kind of still not 100% I'm not a German citizen, you know, so there's, I'm not going to have all of the German citizen, uh, ship, uh, like, a, I don't know. I, I mean, I can probably go through the exact details, but in the end, um, I think for me, it just feels right to keep my United States citizenship. I also have uh, three children and they all have dual citizenship. 
because my wife is German and I'm an American. And they were born here. I, I did do have to go to the embassy with them and get them a passport at the age of whatever. I think it's before the age of eight. I have to actually literally get their citizenship, which belongs to them, but you have to still do it before the age of eight. And then they'll be uh, citizens forever and they'll have a dual citizenship. So they'll be able to travel back and forth between the United States and Germany without any visas, which is kind of cool. So every time they, they travel into the country, they're traveling back home in both directions, which is, which is cool, you know. Um, uh, so basically, I wanted to talk about the support system. So you have a job that gives you a support system um, if you get the job by yourself. Like I said, the language is going to be a barrier there, I think, because the fact that I was able to get a job without the language was more of a of a support system thing. It was a it was it was a nice thing. It was it was a lucky thing that I had from my father in law that he was able to employ me under his business and give me six or seven months just to get my feet wet. Uh, I thought it would take me about six months to get the language. It took me, it ended up taking me about uh, eighteen months to really be able to speak the language, which I would say fluently, but even back then, like, like fluently, perfect German, never, never going to get it. I speak probably 90% fluent now, but I've been here for 12 years, you know, and better, better speak perfect, you know, almost perfect German by now. I still make grammatical mistakes and my accent is so strong that no matter who I meet, they're always going to know where I'm, that I'm not from Germany. So, um, that's something that I just have to learn to deal with. Um, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that when you, when you, get, to the, when you get to Germany uh, and you land here and you're like, okay, let's get a job. I don't have any support system. It's a little tricky. I mean, you'd have to do within three months, you'd have to find a job on your own. And because of the administrative process of having to prove that you only you and only you can get this job that you have like some type of special like uh, qualifications that uh, another person that's German doesn't have. That's the only way you can get that job. So the person that's hiring you has to be on boat on board with that. So, you know, it kind of puts another like just imagine just getting a job in general just straight up and then having that part into the interview being like, oh, by the way, like if you want to hire me, you're gonna to have to prove that no one else, none of the other German, uh, uh, you know, applicants can get the job because I'm, you know, overqualified. And then in the end, I ended up getting this whole over overqualified thing thrown in my face and saying that I'm I'm being paid too too little for my qualifications, which is that's what really you know really pissed me off back in the day. And I, I you know, the, the fact that we got married and went around it. That's not right, you know, that's, that's not the solution. The solution is to take the situation for what it is. And I've always been like, like you know, a taxpayer and I've, in German, I've always added to the system and I've always been a motivated person that wanted to get to work and to, and to you know, to, I have an apartment, I have a cell phone. I do all the, the normal stuff, you know, I've never tried to suck from the system, you know. But um, anyway, I don't want to get too far onto that. So basically, to go back to the support system again, um, so you have the job. Can you get it without the language? I, I know an American guy that came out in the last couple of years uh, to the same village, actually, coincidentally. Uh, I should have him. I have a podcast. I'll probably have him on here so we can kind of talk about it, um, you know, together. <laughs> he, uh, he became an English teacher. So that's a good way of doing it. He, you know, English is his other, also his mother tongue. 
Um, for him, it was a little trickier. I, I don't know. For some reason, he had to, instead of getting like a, a job from right off the bat, he went right into being supported from, by Germany. So because the German government will support you here and they'll be like, well, you don't have a job. We're going to give you a base income. That's why our taxes are so high here in a lot of ways. But, you know, he was also motivated. So what they asked of him, though, which I never had this issue because I always had the job because of my father-in-law. But because he didn't have that, he had to go to and take uh, German uh, language tests. And it's kind of like a cultural integrational language test. Um, There's a whole... I I have to put the links in there because I never did that. So I don't really know exactly what they are but I think it was something like the B1 B2 anyway there's this this certain rigorous rigorous test hard tests that you have to pass in order for you to maintain your status as a, a like a resident even though you don't have a job um, but for him it was important because he was able to then once he passed those tests he was able to focus on passing the test because he doesn't have a job right so that's that's your job learn German which is cool. It's a cool thing that the government says, okay, you're here. You got to integrate yourself into it. If you're going to do that, if you're going to integrate, then we'll give you the time to do that. And then it's easier to get a job because you're, you're fluent in the language or you're, you can at least, you know, speak 60, 70% German. You can talk to your colleagues, you can apply for jobs. And so he started working for a school, like a local school, and he's the English teacher there. Which he has to speak German because the kids speak all German. So he has to just like say good morning, you know, welcome to my class, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't really know. I let him talk about it. But so that was the way he, he it's from like my perspective, I, I saw that from the outside that, that that's another way to do it. Um, marriage is the other way. Uh, like I said, the three-year thing. And the other way, the coolest way, like if I was to do it again or if I could like help anybody the most right now in the position that I'm in now would be to do it like by starting your own business, right? Because then you can work for yourself. You know, how do you do that? How do you do that in Germany? How do you, as an independent businessman in, in the United States, make the conscious decision to say like, well, I want to come to Germany and, or you know, I want to branch out my business into Germany. Um, what, what kind of things am I going to have to go through to, to make that work? Uh, and that's a trick. It's tricky. Uh, it's, the simil- it's very similar. But the language barrier is going to be there, and the legal system, although it's similar, also has these, it's because it's a legal system, it's going to have small differences and um, intricacies. Uh, tax law is different. Well, it's always going to be different. It's just, there's just so many, I don't know, you, you know tax law. Like, just think about a book. I remember in, in the studies that I did here in Germany to I have like an accountant degree here, uh, it's it's not like a degree, like a four-year degree. It's like a business qualification um, diploma, I guess you would call it. It's an 18-month program, and it's all in German, and I did it, and I passed it, luckily, barely with this, by the skin of my teeth. Um, to I learned like tax laws and business law and how to do like your accounting and stuff like that. And so uh, learning that and starting my own business here, like you would start, like I say, an LLC in the United States, um, but you, you know, it, it's, it's straightforward, but then again, there's this, there's things that you have to pay attention to and having, having then like an, um, an accounting company working with them and making sure that you're, that everything is, uh, on paper is, is correct. Um, 
that would be another way to come to Germany. Um, and I would just like to say right now, I'd like um, if anybody is interested in that, just hit me up and I can I can help you just by showing you what I've done and just point you in the right direction. There's just links on internet sites. And the thing is, um, it'd be interesting to see how far you can get along without, without, you know, having a German partner. Um, I, I'm, I'm there's probably people out there that already offer this service. Um, for me, it's not about offering a service it's more just about offering help in a, in the situation where that I've already been in myself. So I just, I just would do it almost, um, uh, you know, just, I would just do it just because I think that if that's something that you're interested in, if you want to come out to Germany and you want to, you want to make it, you want to give yourself the best chances to, to make it work out here, um, and have that support system, obviously coming into a bigger city is something that's going to be helpful. Um, Going landing in, in big cities like in Berlin and, and or in Munich or in Dusseldorf or uh, Cologne or Hamburg, you're obviously going to have a, even a support system of just uh, other expatriates, which I don't really want to use that term anymore. But other other Americans basically um, that have also done the same thing that I've done. I, I looked the other day, I saw a number. There's 170,000 Americans living in Germany right now, which just blew my mind. I, I <laughs> it's just because I live in this little village. I'm like the only one out here, so. You tend to think that you're the only one. Um, everywhere I go, people just like even if I speak, you know, if I if I speak just a little word of English, you know, to my kids or whatever, and we're shopping, you just get that look. So it makes you feel isolated. But um, actually, that would be kind of cool just to extend this video out to the other 170,000 Americans out there. Like, let's just I would just like to get the discussion going on. Uh, there is a big discussion and I just kind of like to be part of this network um, and share what, I, what I've uh, been through um, and what helped me to stay here. I mean, obviously I wanted to. At some point, the, I wanted to stay in Germany. It wasn't at the beginning though. And I, and I realized that like after the fact, like the, the, it took me six or seven months to literally make the real decision to stay here. And, and that was a language thing. And that actually is what ended up making language learning easier for me because I think at some point I actually just accepted just accepted the fact that I'm here and I didn't see it as like a difference anymore. I saw it as like something interesting and something more of a, oh, that's weird. Why is that? Why do you use that word? Instead of being like, oh, that word's hard or, oh, that word is just weird, you know, why would you say it like that? It turned in, it changed around in my head to something like, oh, that's, that's funny. Like, Hmm, I wonder what you would say in English, like, like, in, why, like we say cross your fingers for good luck, and in German they say press the thumbs. Like, wow, wow. So you sit there, like the German, the the, the English guy, the, the American guy is like, oh man, I crossed my fingers for you, man. You know, you got it. And the Germans are just like, press my thumbs for you. You know. <laughs> so these cultural differences, I just kind of let them come in and and open myself up to them. At that point, the the language kind of comes with it. So the language itself, like, um, it's not an easy language. It's not a hard language from what I know of languages. If there's people that study languages, they can tell you that I'm sure Arabic, for an English-speaking person, you know, Arabic or, or uh, Japanese, you know, these uh, Eastern languages, probably going to be a little trickier. So German in that sense, is it's a Germanic language, and English is also a Germanic language. So there's actually a lot of similarities. But the I always 
feel like when I'm like when Spanish comes around or something when I go on vacation and maybe I'm in I'm in Mallorca in Spain or something I don't really speak good Spanish at all but uh it just seems like easier somehow it just has more of a like the same as English it has like a melodic flow where German tends to be very hard and abrupt and um the accent itself is like I said when I try and say certain German words there's just it just comes out with like this Raw, 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 which is how we speak, especially in California. You have like this lazy R, and uh, in in German, the German R's are just so like, like they they almost they almost like almost like Spanish again, you know. Uh, and so what what happens is you just you feel like a buffoon when you speak the language, and it tends to kind of block you from making these connections with people, which is what we really want to do, and and. And languages themselves, in that sense, are so are so amazing because when you finally are able to, you know, have a deep conversation with somebody where the language isn't the barrier anymore, it was it's so gratifying. But getting to that point in a second language was for me um, a lot a lot more challenging than I had expected at the beginning. I went to uh, like a like a night school at the beginning just to get the basics down. Speaking it with my girlfriend, even though she spoke English at home, was hard because at the end of the night, I just wanted to speak English, but we kept it going and it got easier and easier as the time went on to just force yourself to speak the language because you can't, you have to just immerse yourself in it. Otherwise, you're never going to make these connections that you need to make to to have the language kind of just flow. Um, yeah. And then what else did I say? Oh, that, there's also the, the opportunity to do like private uh, private courses, which are a little bit expensive, but... I think like after you've been here for six or seven months and you're still fighting with it, it is probably worth it to just invest in I don't know, 500, 500 euros or something like that, even even 150 euros just to sit down with someone and, and just try and have like a conversation. Uh, one big thing that really helped me out a lot, actually, I remember now just coming to my mind at the beginning was when I first got here to Germany and I was working for my father-in-law, I was doing a labor job, right? So I just would like pack stuff from left to right and f open boxes and stuff like that. And so I could have put my headphones in. And what I found was I found podcasts, of course. I found German podcasts of people just talking on the street and like then people in the train and like listening to the train station and listening to the airport, like how to get to point A to point B. And just having that in your ear, then it just goes into your subconscious and falling asleep to that kind of stuff. It, um, it, it helps. It makes you tired. I mean, I was always tired. The, the, my brain was just on overload for a long time, um, but uh, but yeah, I, there's a lot of courses on learning languages, and a lot of people probably would be like, "Well, I speak German already anyway," so that's maybe not your topic. But for me, it was definitely because I didn't know the language. It was definitely uh, a barrier, and it would it would you know it's important to know that that's going to be something that you're going to have to fight through if you want to stay here. Uh, speaking English is nice and it's great and it's always cool but in the end in Germany the mother tongue is German so if that's something that you feel like you want to do um, it's going to be part of your experience so anyway I, that's kind of just the, my introduction to what I'm doing with this channel um, I want to open up the forum um, or, or just offer myself uh, to you guys to anybody that wants to come out to Germany um, permanently, obviously, um, because that's what I did. And 
I have experiences there and I just wanted to share them with you guys. So uh, thanks for watching and uh, stay tuned because I'm going to be, uh, I'll probably break the channel down into different areas. Um, I'm an English speaking part of it. I'm going to have a German speaking part of it. Um, I'm going to also do interviews from the local business people here in Germany or in Germany and in my local area um, in Mecklenburg-Vorpommern is the, actually the name of the state that I'm living in. Uh, yeah, and that's about it. So thanks for staying, staying around so long. I think it's like a 30-minute video. So um, peace.